edition of Geeks in Malaysia. I'm Amelia Chen. I am Nate Dorian. And I'm Carl Mbaha. Today, we're going to talk about... Horror. 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 Both local and international. <laughs> and uh, we're going to start off. Both were premiering on... Well, yeah. Uh, the movie preview premiere thingy was yep. on the same day. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hectic. In the morning, <laughs> Amelia went to see... Alone. It, chapter 2. Sorry. Yes, sorry, sorry about, about that. that. Because okay. uh, I've only read the book. I haven't seen chapter one. It's all right. And you had to handle home stuff. Yes. Yes. What I me. didn't know, though, is that... Because <laughs> Amelia came back with all the stuff she got from the cinema. Including a press kit. A Thanks, press kit. Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. And the press kit is less about chapter two and more about... Screen X. Yeah. The so new you, hall at GSC. One so you watched it on Screen X. Yes. I'm looking at the, the picture here. It's screen. That's 270 work. degrees. Of screen. Does it work? No, no, because look at it. Because it's not a curve. It no, it's not. It cuts in there. Yes, it, it is. Cuts. So how does that work? Pop, pop, pop. Um, if it is misaligned, it will. It irks the shit out of me. <laughs> what do you how mean it misaligned? Works? Like, how does it... How does it mis- okay, just explain how it looked on that. Okay, so, ima- so okay, you imagine going into a cinema hall in uh-huh. GSC right now, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, So you have the, sc- the, the screen right in front of you. You're mm-hmm. sitting down. Of course, you're sitting down. Um, screen right in front of you is still the screen. Uh-huh. But sometimes there are like the two two panels or two slanted panels. Where? Um, right on both sides of the wall. Huh? On either side of you, basically. The you upper, mean the walls? The walls. Yeah, yeah. They're now yeah. screens. They are now the upper portion is now screens. Okay. Almost all the way to the back, like right next to you. So how does that visually work when they shot it on a flat plane? Um. If they don't align the lines, how do you mean by align? Like, like so they to to start it all off. They they played trailer. They played these test screeners of like footage that um, they've shot using this technology and stuff to showcase how immersive ish this technology is. Okay. Um, the first one was a live action one with some minimal CGI. I mean, with, with CGI as well. Like they would pause, and I mean, you know, it started with the front screen. Mm-hmm. And then the girl looks into this crystal ball thing and then the crystal ball pattern extends to both sides and stuff like that. And then and then explosion happens and shit happens and then like rockets are fired. So sometimes like a rocket will be fired from the panel on your right. Uh-huh. And then the, the smoke trail will go all the way to the panel on your uh-huh. left. Okay. But then sometimes the screens the projection will be misaligned. So then, instead of a straight line, because sometimes it works, uh-huh. it will like straight line across one seam because there, there will be a seam. There is yeah, a seam that's the there thing. A because seam. it is a wall. It is almost a 90 degree wall. I, I believe it's, it's just like a normal hall. They just outfit it with screens. But then if this, so the first seam, it's straight. But then the second one, something is wrong. Maybe there's not enough screen or they didn't align the projector properly. Uh-huh. And then there will be like a, in Malay, we call larat. <laughs> there will be a difference. There will be like like one side of the the line will be lower or higher than the other, and so it's a bit disjointed. Yeah, I so, still kind of vis- shit. Now I feel like we should just to see what this looks like. Yeah, because I don't know. Because you know, an IMAX movie is shot for IMAX. Yes, or blown up for IMAX, and yes. it's a curve. Yes, curve makes sense. Yes, this one looks like. I mean, obviously... Like, if you had a living room where there was a smaller room in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and then you put all screens on the walls, that's kind of what it looks like. So, um, it looks like if you're sat on one of the sides, everything will be very annoying. 
Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have to sit right in the middle. You have to sit That's right in the like, middle. How does this work? Yeah. And then sometimes and sometimes the, the images on both sides of the hall, the either sides of the hall, will be slightly blurry, maybe because vision, maybe because it's just not aligned properly. Although, so the first screener was a live action thing. The second one was pure CGI done with a Korean company. I think CJ or something. Wait, CJ is China. I can't remember. Lah. KJ. I don't know. <laughs> KJ Apple. I think maybe CJ. But but so this pure CGI one um, was better. Like everything aligned properly. You could actually really get yourself immersed in the action. Um, unfortunately, the storyline for that one was a bit lacking. See, but yeah. That's the thing. From what I've heard on... Uh, one of the uh, Fat Man Beyond episodes, they got the Screen X, the, the owner of Screen X to come oh, and talk nice. about it. And the thing is, what they do is they take whatever footage they work with the company, like say they did it with Spider-Man. So they worked mm. with Marvel and Sony and then they use CGI to implement the extra stuff at the side. So if you shoot it with CGI, the alignment of course is going to be a lot better rather than yeah. when you actually use proper footage. Yeah. But still, it's like, is it really that immersive? Yeah, you said how it was did, distracting did, a little bit, right? How did it chapter two feel like in that screen? So what they they mainly what they mainly used um, the side panels for. They didn't use it throughout the entire movie. And you're correct; it was CJ. Yeah, yeah. And um, they didn't use it for the entire movie. They just used it for some of the more atmospheric scenes. Wait, so you'll be watching the middle, and then like, ooh, he's on the left. <laughs> Suddenly, no, 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 no. None of the action will take will take will take place on the sides. You won't see Pennywise on the left and right at all. No actors on. Huh? Maybe in the beginning. Wait, is this something like so? If it was Star Wars, there'd just be more stars on the left and right. Yes, or or more of the world on the left and right. Like okay, so clerks would look shit in this format. I mean, you could see the the shelves. In the aisles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let Let's see this. I think like okay. You remember um, Spider Man Far From Home? Yeah. Spider Man Far From Home when they're going down the canal. Uh huh. Ah, so the the sides. So more canal. Are more canal yeah. scenery. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you will get like if you are in a you are in a hallway with a group of people, maybe one or two of their heads will be on the sides of you, but but none of the major action of the story will take place on the sides. As of yet. As for it, anyway. And how was it? It it, it. is really long. <laughs> it's two how hours long? and 45 minutes. Two hours and 45 minutes. Endgame was longer. But this felt long, right? I, said- okay, like, the boys liked it. They enjoyed it. Ian and uh, Ian Bahir from Skip Intro. From Skip Intro. And but um I felt it was a bit draggy. I mean, yeah, I mean I mean it was it was interesting. But Did you I'm see like, the first one? Yes, I can't really remember much from the first Did one. Did you read the book? What? No. Okay. Did the movie make sense? Yes, of course. The movie makes sense. Because I see a lot of posts of like, it's ending explained. I'm like, what's... That, that's no, every film. No, no, no. Film. That's every, every film. film and it's really stupid. I mean, I mean, is, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen any of them, but I'm like, I, I don't understand. This is not... This is this is not what is this is not Inception, I'm, okay? I'm pretty I don't, sure I don't understand why this needs to be explained. <laughs> no, Even- I'm pretty sure you go on YouTube and you'll find like yoga hoses ending explained. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand that. I'm like, um, it have you have you watched film? You understand? Like, do you not have a basic understanding of film language? 
some people need to explain it kind of it kind of makes it seem like a lot of people don't have a basic understanding of film language yeah okay i'm sorry then i don't mean to mock you i bet oh, you no mock them they should but i bet you there's, no, there's a there's a that, it was not their job there's an ending to titanic explained as well i bet you there's one there Ending At of the Titanic end of the film, they die. That girl's a bitch. <laughs> yes, there's more than enough space for two people on that door. And all these people spend millions trying to find this fucking diamond. You chuck it in the sea. <laughs> you could have put your grandchildren through college. You could have donated that to the Titanic survive the Titanic legacy fund. You hoe. Okay, one thing I do want to ask because they said they might put it in the second film. Uh huh. Is the whole Pennywise eating babies. Did they put that in? He ate children. Uh, children, but not babies. Did he turn into a giant spider? Yes. Is the turtle there? Oh, shit, sure I forgot about the turtle. Yes. <laughs> I know. Actually, when, when the spider showed up, I was like, in my heart, in my heart. I didn't do it in the cinema. <laughs> as in it was a good spider? Or as in like, now this went funny? No, it was, I mean, it was like... A, it was a it was a, a nod to the old film, but still fucking creepy. Okay. Ooh, creepy. Because the old okay. spider wasn't creepy. No. Well, it, he was it, just a puppet. This clown turned into a spider. Everyone, let's kick its belly. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really spoilers. <laughs> the old one with Tim Curry. Yes. Right? Tim Curry was much more scarier than a Muppet spider. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just the truth. Even when Tim Curry shows up in one episode of like Criminal Minds. He was a really scary character. Oh, but I'm, I'm sorry. I recently saw footage of Tim Curry and uh, I feel so sad for oh, him. No. Like, it's yeah. literally after his stroke. <gasps> half his face is, oh, no. is like... Because he's doing this sort of like Omae's sort of thing as well where you can have dinner with... Omas. Omas. Okay. Is it Omas? Yes. I, I heard people go Omae's. Oh, really? Okay, I don't know. I, well, Benedict Cumberbatch went Omae's. Okay, then. <laughs> well, he can't pronounce penguin. 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 Yes. But it's like he's in his wheelchair and I'm like, oh, this is one such a great man and now fucking stroke. I'm like, oh, uh, my stroke, heart. Stroke ain't nothing to yeah. fuck around with. Yeah, and, and, and no, and there's, there's, there's very little ways to prevent a stroke. Then again. Wait, this got really serious really fast. Yeah. My mom had a mild stroke and she just thought she had a headache. <laughs> random <laughs> random fucked old up old women can just fucking go- get through anything it's fucked up <laughs> random fucked up information time what um do you know that there have been in- there like you know when they do stuff like women experience heart attacks mm-hmm. differently than men yep i'm not surprised if women okay i don't yeah i need to check my facts i have not checked my facts but i'm not surprised if women experience strokes different than men Women have a ridiculously high tolerance for pain. Okay, that's one thing. Because they're designed to shoot out a, a very large thing out of a very small crevice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rippage down there is, is a thing. Uh, yeah. So but a anyway. stroke doesn't seem to be <laughs> But do you know that sometimes, like, I'm not sure about now, but, like, there was a time when doctors would do research, medical research, on all these things, and would only use men as samples. Of course, yes. Even even when it had even when it came to utero, uterine or ovarian cancer. Well, yes, because uh, a woman you know. wouldn't know what her uterus does, or, or her men ovaries do. does. Do. No, uh, but men do. Men do. When they don't even have ovaries and uteruses. Harumph. <laughs> a minor technicality. Men have the power of imagination. You see. <laughs> Yeah. That, what what? That, that, 
when I found out that fact, that was a really scary thought. That yeah. yeah, and women have been turned like I sorry, it was the John Oliver thing that women people or is it John Oliver? I think women have been turned away from ERs when they have had heart attack symptoms. Like, but specific women heart attack symptoms that are unlike men heart attack symptoms. And doctors say, no, no, you're not having a heart attack. Just go home. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, what? Like (sighs) this, like medical bias and. Imagine, and then black black people also got like biases. Yeah. So imagine yeah. if you're a black woman. Yeah, that's tough. With a, oh my god. Although to be fair, black women are tough. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're at the ER. Yes. Um, something serious. Something is serious. Like yeah. apparently, you know, they they don't like. Yeah, and like they disregard women's pain. I'm like, bro, women have a higher tolerance of pain than you than a man. So if she's in pain. For all those listening, if you didn't know. I'm a feminist. Women get a tough rap. <laughs> <laughs> You're a feminist who got offended by Ame coming up to you going, it's a feminist film. I want, I'm not a feminist. No, 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 no. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, a fem- I wasn't offended. This is after the Dandam Pontiana. He's like, hey, you're suka lah, you're feminist, kan? Suka lah, kan? And then she had to come to me like, like, am I feminist? Like, am I and you literally feminist? just said you're feminist. <laughs> exactly. This is after this conversation, revelation I had with Nick yesterday, so. This is when men say, wow, women are also pretty fucking fickle, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, okay. Anyway. Before yes. we get into the Dandam Pontiana, and is it, it worth it to go to it chapter two in Screen X? Is it worth it? Twenty nine ringgits. Uh, no. Oh. Okay. Honestly, I mean, it's interesting, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what people in our industry say when they don't like a movie. <laughs> interesting. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It sometimes it's quite beautiful when you like go through like a field because you know, or like the woods maybe. So very specific shots, yeah, yeah. But then, but there's, but of course, it can be. I I feel it can be a bit distracting. Would you rather that or the chair that moves around? I haven't been on D box. Although I have to say, Screen X, well. the chairs in Screen X are comfy. Okay. And oh yeah, I a, saw that. Th- there yeah. is a nice headrest. I'm like, <laughs> I'm liking this headrest. Sorry, I just had a thought. Because um, we were talking about Star Trek again earlier, like yes, uh, being on the Star Trek rush. Very so Star yes, Trek yes, car. I've got a, a car, car chair. chair. I've got a new chair, which is very captain's chair. Um, first off, just a shout out there. Anyone out there who's a major Trekkie that can answer some questions for me from the entire Star Trek universe? Um, give yeah, us give us a shout. If you if you are an interesting motherfucker, we might put you on. We're Secondly, on Facebook, we're on Instagram, or you can go to our brand new website. www.geeksofmalaysia.com G-E-A-G-E-K-S-I-N-Malaysia.com Well, I think I was thinking like, it's a complete segue, but because you were mentioning it looks like a captain's chair. And I'm sat like this. I have one leg tucked under the other leg. And recently, we've had a Malaysian captain. In the Enterprise. Oh, yes. Michelle, Michelle Yeoh. Yeo. We so need to have a at any point, for her. did she sit like this? No. No. Or with a knee she up? Re- she rarely <laughs> sat. She didn't rep the Malay Kopitiam seating style. She, she rarely yeah. sat. Really? Yes. Because relations don't sit? No, because I'm sorry. Like, are you telling me there's not a single moment where she sat like this? With leg up, arm over the no. leg? No. Maybe. Engage! On- <laughs> no la. Sorry, I was fucked up. <laughs> Michelle, yo. Oh, Basila. You know. I'm, you know in. what? You know what? I'm sure if there was another Malaysian on set, 
she would totally do it for a blooper reel. It'll be fun, right? So now we're going to get Henry Golding on Star Trek as well. Yeah. Yes. Just like sat there like, Oi, kakibawa. <laughs> Especially like since she's a woman, like that's not appropriate. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So that was it, chapter two. Mm. I think we've got a lot more because we all went to watch the Napontiana. Yes, Revenge of the, the Pontianak. Pontianak. Now, here's a few things that Which I Which is already not... out in Singapore, so if you're... Yes. And has already Singapore. made, like, history in Singapore. Yeah, they're... Well, the highest grossing highest Malay grossing film, film in Singapore, film in Singapore to, date. to date. Took in $256,000 in its first weekend. Yeah, yeah. And it's... And I... If you're in Singapore and you can watch it, please do go to the cinemas to watch it because it's it a is, fun time. It is a fun time. It is beautifully Very shot. Very beautiful cinematography. Beautiful cinematography. But that was something I didn't realize until I was checking out Instagram today yeah. on Gavin's Instagram. Like, it seems so obvious now that I think about it because Eva's even seen this, but um, it's a remake, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Or reboot or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Of... An old movie from the 50s of yep. the same name, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the original actress was at the premiere. Yeah, yes. that's what Maria Manado. Yes. Like, I was like, she was oh, at the shit. premiere yesterday, yeah. And then when I showed Eva, she was like, holy shit, I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when she was a kid, or? Or no, recently? Eva was not born in 1957. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, maybe her parents showed it to her or something, or is it in recent years? Back, remember back in the day when, well, you wouldn't, you're younger, um, they just show old Malay films on TV. On RTM one or RTM two, or even Astro at night. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back in so, the back in the old days. Yes. When they showed good content. Um, oh. You know it's true, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go interview to be a newscaster on RTM soon. <laughs> Don't smile. You can. There was, oh, there, now there, can there, there was a news anchor, there was a news anchor who newscaster who was um, a presenter. Sorry, they call them presenters. Oh, no. oh, who okay. smiles? Was the news? Yes, the news. She could smile. Yes. Hmm. Ooh, times are changing. <laughs> <laughs> but I opened up this article about the whole highest grossing weekend thing, and the the titles there it says like this weekend surpasses that of recent Malay language titles, and some of them I'm like. You're like no shit, Sherlock. Look, for me, <laughs> Dukun, Dukun, okay, understandable, and Hantu Kat Lima. Fair, but that's the thing; those movies made bank here. Hmm. And and it also surpassed The Apprentice. Wait, Dukun made money here. I thought it was like uh, okay wait. film. Did it? I can't remember now. I can't remember. Yeah, like people were saying that it it didn't live up to the expectation of that they waited so long for. Like, oh, this controversial film, then they watched it and were like. It did for me. Oh, is it? I mean, I enjoyed it. Wait, wasn't Namron in that as well? Yes. Namron uh, is also in the Nampontiana. Was he playing, uh, like, you a know, soldier? Priest as well. Like, he was a cop. What? Oh, he was a cop. I thought he was a soldier. Soldier? Wasn't Dukun a World War? No. Hey, which one am I thinking of? Dukun Pulang. is. No, I'm not thinking about Pulang. No, Dukun is uh, the. Uh, Mona Fendi the Mona film. Fendi one. I thought it was Suso. Suso is Eden Arena. That's Amir Muhammad. I'm so confused. <laughs> These are your friends, guy. It's all joining up. Like we we need more than one word in the title <laughs> with two syllables. No, Dukun du- du- is one of um Dan's first movies. Ah, yes, now I remember. Yes, yes. And and just like Dundam Party or not, they ask the same questions. So filming this, did, were you visited by Mona okay. Fendi? Yeah, That's a, that's a number one hey, question. Uh, Malay press. Two sisters. 
Oh yeah, they ask the a... question also. Okay, what every, the weird things that happen in the house? Supernatural movie. This uh, uh, <laughs> number one question. I mean, is ah uh, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> the one time I had a mainstream film out, it really opened my eyes to. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, but how unimaginative <laughs> Malay entertainment press is. It it just is like every single horror film. Like, were there ghosts on set? <laughs> were you frightened? No shit, Sherlock. We're shooting in the middle of the night. The we jungle. got all this fake blood and shit. You tend to think some creepy shit. Yep. Next question. Showdown. The big story. Hey, some kids managed to get a video of the lead actor in a fucking toilet taking a shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, guys? You know, just once, could you ask about the fucking movie? So, the people that you hired, were they dancers? Please tell me there was a question like that. Uh, Are no. these actual dancers? If I had one guy who'd be like asking like, so, was there any controversy on set? No. Just like, gossip. Yeah, it's controversial that this fucking Masale Buntot Hitam shot a mainstream movie in a fucking next question. He's <laughs> a shit cunt. <laughs> I have issues. Yeah, I do. (laughs) But yes, um, that seems to be because I was looking up the news stories for the movie um, because at the premiere, like Fazura went at great length to explain um, in your hall, in your hall, hall, yeah, why uh, she was separated at the screen, yeah, why the Pontianat wears red as opposed to white, why she looks different, and kind of told most of the story. Um, (laughs) You know, I don't put this on her, but it sounded like something that. You know, it felt it to me. It felt like something she had to say because maybe people had been asking that question a lot, which sounds like a dumb question to keep asking or bugging about to begin with. So then I look up the stories, thinking, okay, was this some controversial thing? Which I thought, and then all the stories are about either uh, was there were there ghosts on set, <laughs> or like what was it like touching Fazura? I'm like y'all, <laughs> no, y- y'all. Uh, no, but but the last, if I'm not mistaken, the last time Fazura played a Pontiana for Shamil's movie, mm. I can't remember. I think she also wore red. A red kabaya. Or may, maybe she keeps getting shit for being dressed in red being a Pontiana. I don't know. <laughs> One thing I will say, though, I really like how the key art of this movie is not like, ooh, look, it's a horror film. It's like some classy shit. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a bit artsy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, it's her and the red kabaya and yeah. then just a little drop of blood down her lip. I'm like, ooh, this is pretty cool. It's very minimalist. Quite. And, and she, she looks good in it. She oh, she looks so good. She looks very good in she it. She looks so good. You know, we, we talk about, did Fazula have to have the... You know who we can ask about this? The fucking director himself. I'm sure he knows. Yeah, I'm sure he's not supposed to talk about this shit. I mean, he can... Like, I'm sure we're not supposed to talk about this shit, but hey, it's our podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, we're going to say we really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Spoilers. Yes, we so, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. We really, really enjoyed the yes, film. So please, please, if you have an opportunity to go watch Dendam Pontiana or yes. the English Hellers Revenge of the Pontiana. Yeah. If, you're in, if you're listening to this in Singapore, because let's face it, we do have Singaporean yeah. listeners, it's out already. Go fucking do yourself a favor and go watch it over Don't there. worry, it's not like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It's better than that. <laughs> yeah. it's Revenge and, of the Pontiana. And for those people who don't like horror movies, like who don't like scary, scary horror movies, I... I enjoy the, I I don't like horror movies. Yeah. And I I could I could comfortably sit through the entire movie. Okay, but fair warning, the first 15 to 20 minutes of course builds up the suspense yes. and there are a few jump scares here and there, yes. but that's only to build up the suspense, but yes. past that it's actually quite emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's not your average horror like slasher horror like yeah. hantu hantu like, movie. T- 
to me, it was like the reason I enjoyed it. Hey, look, plot. Storytelling <laughs> And to be honest Emotional investment In characters you know, It was It's not one of those movies Like Oh no There is evil Let us use the magic To defeat the evil <laughs> The evil is evil Basically every other Malaysian horror film I mean There were, there were Look at no. the girl She screams <laughs> I mean There are aspects of that of In course, the movie yeah. But But then they subverted it in a very cool way. In a very, very cool way. But what I also love about this film, it's, it's fucking beautifully shot. Yes. Some of the shots in this film is beautiful. It is very gorgeous. Yes. Very gorgeous. And then you find out why. Christopher Doyle. Huh? He was creative um, visual consultant. Yeah, but still, you had Christopher Doyle as visual consultant. You don't think it's going to look beautiful? Yeah, but he wasn't DP. No. But still. But still. Don't take anything away from the DP. Okay, yeah, okay but who okay. was the DP? Can't remember. I'm sorry. Don't take anything away from the DP. We can't even remember his name. <laughs> You're bringing up Christopher Doyle like he was there every day. No, but still. Uh, DP did a fantastic job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel bad because no, I had to leave pretty quick. Um, so yeah, I didn't get to stay for all of the credits. Oh, no, because uh, no, we were trying to find you after the... Did you see? No, because yeah, I did, you, I did. Okay. you guys finished before us. So yep. Even ah, by the okay. time I came out, I came out early and you were already gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay. You, you actually just missed him by a hair. Oh, oh really? Shit. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but yeah, basically, it's a movie set in the, the 1950s, 60s, early 60s. Okay, after early 60s. after independence, after yes. Merdeka, you know, in a small village before the separation. Yeah, and um, you know, it opens up with a cool little wedding. And um, hey, look, guys, it's uh, it's theaters P Ramli and Saloma <laughs> playing two oh, characters called Rice and Ida. Let's face it's it, Tony when... Yusuf and Nadia Kila. What was the Singing reaction? Singing a P. Ramli and Saloma exactly. song. <laughs> the first thing, when Tony first came out, I whispered to her, hey, P. Ramli. And then suddenly, ah, burst into P. Ramli. No, no, but then his name is Raiz. God, Raiz yeah. is a cover. <laughs> He's P. Ramli. <laughs> because you can't... Oh, no, no, no. I was about to say something. Oh, no, 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 no. We're I'm not going to spoil the movie. We're going to try our best not to spoil the movie. It's because, because, tough because, because yeah. it doesn't come out in Malaysia until September, September 12th. Because there's like lots week. of bits I like to talk about because... Uh, Okay, I'll just say this. Third act is badass. Oh, th- uh, oh yes. Like, third act is badass. There's a lot is, would more... It be, would it be too much if I said, you know, like, I see why Fazura took another Montana role? It is not your it's average not Montana. Oh, and no, it's, no it's, not at all. And it's, uh, what do you call it? Suitably gory? Yes. Yes. I, I was like, hey, this is some gory shit. I like this. Yeah. But it wasn't over the top. It wasn't excessive. Yeah, it wasn't Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Evil Dead. You know, and you got, you know, Namron doing what Namron does do. best. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, so Remy Isha's brother, who is like, uh, yeah. Nick was trying to figure. out, He, he looks, looks like, familiar. And I was like, he looks like. St- and then head on, I was like, hey, doesn't he look a bit like Hans Isaac? <gasps> Skit. Like younger days, younger days, Hans Isaac. I'm like, ah, so that's it. And then let's not forget another standout role, Michael Chen. (laughs) In one scene. Gotta support Michael Chen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like uh, ours was like the the theater people, and then like we were up when Michael showed up, like, eh, 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 But let's face it, our hall, the second Tony. Yeah, you guys had the fun people in your hall. <laughs> because when Tony first came out, oh, the whole, uh, the whole audience was like, oh. Oh, just a shout out, just a shout out to the DP. I'm yes. really sorry that we couldn't remember your name, John Kang. 
Yes. John King. Good job. Nicely Good job. done. Good. Very pretty. Yes. Good job. Good job. Yes. Very pretty. Very pretty. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think one shot in particular, which I really loved was, this is definitely not a spoiler, but um, in the earth, I think about the first 15 to 20 minutes when they had a shot of the longhouse. Oh. And watching the wife do his, her, oh, like. Oh, pushing? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, nice cool. oh, that was nice. Yeah. There's some really beautiful shots in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks gorgeous. It's suitably scary and gory. Like, as it was coming out, there were some people, like, I heard some comments. Some people thought it was draggy. I didn't think it was oh, draggy. No, I didn't feel draggy. I thought it was too fast, to be honest. Yeah. Because, you know, at some point, I was like, I, I want to know more about these characters, which they do tell yeah. you. Yeah. Like, um, when you get to third act, you realize why you don't have a whole big, like, this is so-and-so. He's a so-and-so and so-and-so. I think all of the characters have been given a lot of depth. Yeah. In very short time. Yes. Which I find, in terms of introducing the characters, you connect with them already. You understand them already. I would have liked to know more about the wife. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I felt like I didn't know enough about the wife. City. Yeah, she was kind of like, The fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, quite, quite the... Quite the you wow. know, she gets a moment yeah. in she gets the third a really, act. She, she gets a very really nice moment. Yeah. Really good moment. But yes. I would have liked to know more about her. You know, at the very least, like, why don't you marry this guy? <laughs> you know, I just like I just wanted to know because it's Remy Isha. That's why. Well, yeah, but yeah. you know, besides that, and I are you feel- saying women only marry men for their good looks and musculature? Nobody married Tony in this show. Tony, we love, love you. you. Yeah, because Tony Yusuf was a hound dog. He was boning anything that moves. <laughs> Couldn't even remember his Saloma's name. <laughs> He's like, and let me introduce you to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Napa. <laughs> you remember her name previously in the previous scene. Yeah. yeah, but that's just the first time. After that, like, just someone. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah. thing that I, I feel like, I don't know why I kept seeing every now and then sort of 80s horror influences. Mm. It's Gavin. <sighs> That's what I thought. I'm like, some shots I'm like... Although I do like how... Uh, I haven't seen this technique used in so long. The fucking... It's, a, it's such a very old school transition. Uh-huh. The circular oh, fade yes. in. Yes! Ooh! That reminded me of old like 50s... <laughs> there was one... Where it goes like, right for the... Goes right for the buntut. Oh, <laughs> yes! I was like, was that intentional? Or was she just framed that way? Like, look, dude, it just ends up there. <laughs> do anything about it it'll no, look think, weird if it goes a little to the left I think coming back to what you said about um, this being sort of but not a remake of an old 1950s film yeah. this gave it that feel as well because let's face it back in the 50s they used those kinds of transitions all the time yes. Yes. and I was like that's pretty nice actually that's I mean I guess that's why I felt this was very old school in a sense a part of me kind of wants to like get a copy of the movie and make it black and white to see what it looks oh. like but then you miss out on that red because that red... Uh, Unless you go Sin City on it. And only oh. red. Oh. Yes. Where only the red is popping. Everything else is black and white. Oh. Uh, question. Was she wearing a wig the whole time? Or just... What, in the, yeah. Or? or just in the later bits? I, or was that not a... I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Yeah. Maybe she's got hair rats. Hair rats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically is- like hair rats are basically like... <laughs> rats um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, they're like <laughs> oblong shaped... They're, Oblong shaped balls Rats. of either synthetic hair or sponges, 
that you can put in your hair to give it vol, and then you wrap your actual hair around it to give the hair volume. I'm sure most of the women had that in their CS hair. CS men don't have to worry about this shit. Yeah, really. yeah, I know. Like women have to worry about so many things when it comes to hairstyling and you know, makeup. The only time we got to worry is if we're doing cornrows, which we don't do that often. Nope. Yeah. Or if we need a toupee if we're getting bald. Well, most guys just shave it off. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. What so else? What else can, what we, else can we talk about okay, without spoiling, spoiling exactly. the movie? This is the this is the difficult part about our podcast is that we spoil the movie so much that when it comes to a time that we can't spoil it, we have struggled <laughs> to say anything. Yeah, because even if we talked about it as the movie came out, it still wouldn't be cool. It's like the movie just came out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> give it a break. But uh, so this is maybe one of these. Yeah, maybe one of these days. Maybe like. I don't know. After a two-week run, maybe get Gavin on and yeah. talk yeah. to him about it. I would yeah. love to get Gavin on and because I've, although, I've got questions. Not bad questions, but yeah. just I'm interested. Although, although would okay. you like to get Glenn on? Okay. I don't mind getting both. A bit hard. A bit hard. Is it? I don't know. Because he's based we, in Singapore, I'm guessing. Yeah, if we can get both on, it would be even cooler. Yes. But um, here's the thing, though. Here's the annoying thing. Um, not about the movie, just about our industry in general. Okay. Cause like, like I was saying, like it'd be cool to get a copy of the movie and like you know rewatch it again. Yeah. But I went to video. No, is it called Video Easy? The one in Wanatama? Oh, the one no, downstairs. No, no. Yeah. Uh, movie no, Masters or something. Movie something. Video Easy doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So I wanted to. They were having a sale. So I wanted to check out. Okay, let's see. I wanted to pick up some Malay movies. Yeah. On DVD, you know. Um, there were five. What's one of them? Ombat Rindu. No. Oh, thank God. There were five, and there were like was five one of movies. Them, I've done some pe- yes. I knew it. Yep. Teach up, man. I uh, know. <gasps> boy, boy, boy. Mm, Not that, that section. Yeah, strangely, that's an animation. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it is an animation. Because I mean, it sells. Hantu Kalima? Can't remember. Okay. But Adnan Sumpit was definitely there. <laughs> Pulang. But yeah, I had to search around everywhere, and it was in the section of like other foreign films. And I'm like, what? It's <laughs> not. Other foreign films and fitness. <laughs> so after um, like three rows of Thai action films and two rows of Pilates, then there was one small row <coughs> with about five or six Malay films, and I'm like, "What the fuck? How how are you supposed to have after sales like this?" And and how are people supposed to appreciate M- Malaysian cinema if we can't even get access to it? Oh no, yeah. you're supposed to. Sign on to a streaming service, but then there's a problem because some Malay films are on Netflix, some are on um, Astro on the Go, some yes. are on uh, iFlix, some are on whatever. And that's not all the yeah. Malaysian films. Possibly out of, say, the entire Malaysian film industry, maybe 20%, am I safe to say about 20% will be able to go on to streaming? Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, and you know, so if you're wondering why people are pirating and putting just blatantly putting movies on YouTube, that's kind of why. Because you've got no other access to yeah. it. It's kind of like, sad. Where yeah. is someone supposed to get a copy of XX Ray and XX Ray Duo? <laughs> I might still have the VHS downstairs for XX Ray 2. We need to convert that. Oh, it's going to look bad. Well, <laughs> it's going to look bad. Just for posterity, man. VHS just just for, just for our <laughs> private posterity and viewing. Like, I mean, I would, like like you, I would love to watch this film again and again and again. Yeah. And I'd like to find the DVD for Dindam Pontianet, the, the original, original one, yes. right? Like, so I can just wh- do it back to back. I was like, I can't. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, like, you know. Like, recently. Um, someone, some Malaysian Finas or someone needs to set up a Criterion, like, collection kind of thing going they on. They can't even do it for P. Ramli films. Like, well, recently, Astro owns it. Oh, speaking TG- of P. Ramli films. Uh-huh. 
You know, uh, they were showing Piramni and TGV. Yes. Yes. That's that's the issue. I didn't even know. They screened it, but from what I've been hearing from people, it's so pixelated and blurred. Huh? Ah, fuck! They put really? it on the DVD. Yes. No. Okay. And also, and also, my gripe for that one weekend when I wanted to watch it, like a couple of weekends ago, uh-huh. um, they had like Mak Mertuaku, they had like Anakku Sazali, they had like, but I didn't see maybe one Bujang Lapo, but they were in all of these like Malay centric cinemas in like AU eighteen, not even in Wangsa Maju, you know? Yeah, like, it wasn't even like. Because that's the thing. Because those are metropolitan Malays. Yeah. Then there was like so they don't care. Sunray Putra got a screening. Whatever. I can't remember which one. But 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 I'm like, and like the one KLCC got Nujum Pak Belalang, and I'm like Nujum Pak Belalang. Nujum Pak Belalang is not bad. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a bit long though. Yeah, but I mean, apart from you, like there, there was some other tiga. But if like, you can, if you can watch two hours of Piramni doing an Arab accent, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, but but I was like, but these are just places that I just. Oh slightly... no! Sorry, different movie. No, that's Ahmad Albab. Nujung Pak Blalang. Piramni's a dumbass, and his son's the one that has to sort out all this shit. Yeah, it's a fairy tale. It's a it's a fable. It's a fairy tale esque fable thing. It's got like... one really fucking fucked up hilarious <laughs> joke though. Because they're the th- these thieves, yes. they stole some shit. Yep. Yes, and they keep cutting back to them as they're trying to divide the movie, uh, the loot. But uh, it shows the importance of maths. Mm. So <laughs> it'd be like one for you, one for me, two for you, one, two for me, three for you, <laughs> one, two, three for me. <laughs> and after a while, guys, oh, whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up. Why is your pile so big and my pile isn't big? What you saw me? I was counting. It was equal. Well, this ain't making no sense. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> and then try again. One for you, one for me. And then like, what's after four? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so it's Nujumpa Blalang in K- Sura KLCC. I'm like, what? Not even Anaku Sazali in KL? Not even like Madudu? None of them were showing Cinema Bujang Lapo either, which I was like, yeah, that I'm should surprised. be a KLCC showing. Like, That's a pretty broad fucking yeah. movie. I don't know. Like, not yeah. even, like, Garimis. And the fact you say it's pixelated, like, yeah. that means they're just playing really? the old VCD again. That's why I'm thinking, like, don't you have access? Like, I'm, I've seen Piram Lee films on Astro and they look clear and sharp now. Like, what happened? This is what happens. No one gives a fuck about their film industry. And because something like this, you have to do it without earning money. Yeah. Which is a foreign concept for us Asians. Yep. Like um, you have uh, you know Scorsese started the what do you call it I can't remember it's, it's, it was basically a society to help preserve American cinema mm. because he saw people just not giving a shit about these cans or whatever or oh just yes like, ah there's a yeah. documentary about it on Netflix exactly yeah. and then now recently as well like he's taking a step further him and Nolan and a bunch of other filmmakers have gotten uh, TV manufacturers to put a filmmaker mode oh yes what do you mean filmmaker mode as in we're not going to smoothen out that motion yeah. and brighten it when we shouldn't and all this other bullshit that our TVs automatically do. Like there You was... can turn them off. I turn them off from yeah. all my TVs. I know, but that's the thing. Most regular people... Don't know. To do because that. The, the way the menu system is, you have to be fucking really wanting to get rid of it yeah. to get rid of it. Yeah. I think so. Tom now Cruise. they're just gonna have like click. Okay, now it's gonna look like how it's supposed to look. Yeah, because I think Tom Cruise and the director of Top Gun came out at one point with a with a video saying, "Look, in in simple terms, our movie doesn't look shit. Your TV is making our movie look yeah. shit. The Mummy wasn't bad. You just 
Well, okay, no, let's, no, let's take no, a break no, on that one. No, no. Let's take a break on that one. No, no. No, no, no. No. You know, and other people are like, I couldn't see that episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, it's a brightness function, you fucking TV, don't you, you pieces of shit. But coming back to what we're supposed to be talking about, which is the double deal. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the thing, because we got spoilers. So it's like, well, we what else can we talk about? Let's <laughs> talk about the state of cinema <laughs> and feminism and uh, televisions. Okay, let's talk about uh, the actors, I guess. I don't know. They were all good. They were all good. They were all... <laughs> yeah. The kid was good. The kid was good, but... The kid had that creepy, like like an 80s villain, like that creepy Damien vibe going on. You know what it reminded me of? Um, the Shining. The kid in The Shining. Yes. Wait, there's not much expression, but it's like, at the same time, I'm like, kid, you creepy. Hello. <laughs> what was what it in The, the Shining? Was that? In The Shining, like, his imaginary friend yeah, was his finger I get and shit. what you're doing, but you just sounded like you had a sore throat. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. <laughs> You know how difficult it is to sound like a kid who's making another voice? Hi. No, is that too creepy? No, like you sound Stitch. like Stitch. Okay. <laughs> what I liked oh, about this film... family. I liked where it was set. <laughs> where it was set? In the jungle. Um, it was quite clever because I was like, it's the 50s, you see? Yeah. Oh, car. My, so, um, one of my friends, Ili Farhana... Um, I was really trying to look out to see if they got the fucking... <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, road tax of a current car. It's like, come on, are you gonna fuck this up? Oh, you didn't. So, my friend Ili Farhana, she had some comments, she had some critiques about the movie. Okay, okay. One, one, one good one was that, say, like, thank God they didn't try to make them speak like old Malay. Huh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> He's like, you know, like during the 1950s, they yeah. didn't try to put that on, and then. At the same time, though, they weren't saying modern shit like, oh, you came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in more practical terms, she was like, can you please tell Gavin, if you live in a kampong, you wouldn't sleep with your windows open. And then you would also have mosquito netting. And also, if you sleep with your, your windows open, you will wake up with a, biawa, with a chicha or biawa next to but you. But it was olden times. Yeah. <laughs> in olden times. They didn't do that. I don't know. There were less mosquitoes and less biawak then. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think the house is so high so the biawaks can't jump in? Ah, they can ah. climb the walls, no? Biawaks? I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen a biawak? <laughs> the chichats, yes. Biawaks, no. <laughs> biawak have a piggyback ride on the chichat to climb up the wall. <laughs> Have you seen a biawak? <laughs> For those who don't speak Malay, we're discussing the difference between lizards and geckos. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see, okay, now here's the thing. I wish international audience could see this. What? Like, people from Australia or people like in New Zealand, I don't know why, immediately go there. Good but day. Like, yeah. <laughs> or Texas Steve. Good day. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish other people could see it and I wish there was an outlet to get this. Overseas. I don't know what Maybe they're going to find it. an international I'm sure, I'm sure It's a horror will. film. It, you might be able to get. I'm you sure. could probably get distribution overseas. Glenn, I hope Be so. like, yo, Asian chick with spiky fingers. <laughs> Lots of blood. Okay. Tiana. Cool. Because let's face it, this. Well, I mean, if two sisters could have done it, then. I hope it gets on Netflix. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It deserves to be. It deserves a wider. It definitely mm. deserves a wider. Because audience. compared to a lot of other Malaysian horror films, it is. I would proudly call this like hey watch you want to yes. know Malaysian horror this is Malaysian horror yes. right here mm. yes yes I mean atypical but this is a good a good yeah. Yeah. a good offering like there is in l- the genre let's face it there is the 
typical horror formulas to it that's mm. undoubtedly going to be there. But visually, it doesn't look cheap. No. Oh, okay. I have a question for you guys. Yes. To see the difference between two different audiences. How do I, well, I'm going to try and say this without spoiling it. You know, there's a point in the movie where a character became another character. Yes. 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 Did your audience giggle? You giggled. Because <laughs> in, no, in my I, audience, it felt I, like a very general, like, giggle, like, oh, yeah. look, it's, it's, it's one of those uh, jokes. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, know what I mean? Say no more. Nice, nice. Wink, wink. You giggled a little bit. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I giggled because, oh, look what they're doing. Or it was more, I think, did I snap my fingers? It was a... Uh, yeah, you did it this. Was you didn't snap your fingers, because, because I thought the character's performance was brilliant. Yes, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, yes. it was dope. That that um that that actor did a really good job with that transition. Yes, it was quite. Oh, so I have to like cover lines so much. That actor <laughs> did a great job of that character that he did, yep. or she did, <laughs> or they did, or they did, or it did, it did. <laughs> Fucking hell, this is tough. <laughs> Watch the fucking movie. Just watch it, and then yes. Yeah, when it comes out, uh, they haven't said next week. Yeah, next week. This is coming out today, so like next week, the twelfth. Yes. Which coincidentally is the same day that your show is opening, right? <gasps> yes. Yes. So where you go into multiple dimensions and realities, and time and space to talk about bees. <laughs> yes. Actually, yes. I haven't seen the trailer anywhere. What? Yeah, we need to Wait. up our game. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the trailer anywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you haven't seen it, Bob. Like, didn't you do? Yeah, the I tried it. I've seen the trailer. <laughs> I haven't seen it outside of my computer. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, I've seen it on Instagram, but that's because I'm friends with you. Yeah, I know. I didn't see you post it on Instagram. Oh, I saw the poster. Okay. I did, oh. Oh, no, I didn't post I saw, it on Instagram. Oh no, I saw Dom post it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you, if you want to follow Amelia Chen's theater company, it's Rabbit Hole Productions, right? Yes. Is it the Dot whole? My. Is it, the whole, whole, is it the whole rabbit hole productions on Instagram? Yes. Okay. Dot my. Dot my. Or follow geeks and then you'll find the link there for sure. Yeah, I need to boost posts and shit. <laughs> yeah. But go support Amelia Chen. Yes. She's on stage <laughs> doing actually things. She'll be British. Try my best to be, love. Yes. I won't do this though. Speaking of accents, she messaged me that day. Who She went to oh. the last comic shop. Uh-huh. She sent me four <laughs> voice notes and each voice note had a different what accent to it. Because she went to Village Grocer in Atria and they were giving away free uh, samples of Summersby and she was Sparkling on an white. Em- she was on an yummy. empty stomach. So accents were coming left, right and centre. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> oh yeah, so also if you're around, if you live around the PJ area, there is still one it's called the last, last comic, comic shop. shop. What floor the- in Atria? It's not in Atria, it's outside oh. of Atria. Yeah, but where is it? You said it's near your place. Whereabouts? So, outside Atria, there is a bar called Brew Brothers. Okay. Okay. And it's above that. So, okay. is it... Okay, is it, it the is shop lot's facing outward or inward? Inward. Inward. Okay. Okay, so it is... Um, it is the end... It is... Uh, is it the public bank side or is it or the... Or the Domino's Pizza side. Yeah. Okay, if you're in Atria, if you come out of Atria... Which is a very confusing place. Which building. is a very confusing place. Upper each side or uh, KFC side? <laughs> pop, I th- you come out from <laughs> one end of Asia that you can come out to street level. 
But that's both sides. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the end, wait, the end with Leanne's and Spitalfields. Spitalfields. Ah, oh, okay. 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 So okay. Spitalfields is on your right. Yes. You turn, you go left. Okay. And then you okay. just go straight down the ramp. Okay. And it will be, it will be there. Okay. In, is like it a the ground sh- floor shop? No, it is upstairs. Safe to go out. Okay. Yeah, they open from Fridays 7 p.m. onwards until late. And then um, on s- weekends, Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 7. Yeah, we but need, to, we need to do a group trip. Yes, we can follow yes, them on Instagram. Yes. Um, the last they specialize shop. in single issues. Okay. And yeah. And nice. and the staff there are very, very nice. Okay. Yes. It's not one grumpy auntie. Going, no. Uh, I like nice the grumpy aunties. <laughs> You bugger, why you so much read Tom McFarlane? <laughs> Picture only, no story. Wow. <laughs> I like those. I love them. I love them. No, but he was really super helpful. So I went in there and I was like, ask, I was looking around and then I saw, I saw that they had a copy, the first issue of once, um, Kieran, Kieran Gillen's um, Once in Future. And I was like, oh, do you still have any more of that? Like, yes. And he took one out. And I was like, oh, but if you like this, you know, um, what else? Oh, nice. I like comics. You know, I was like, you know, uh, what do you, you know, oh, if you like the indie stuff, you know, at least indie stuff, like, you know, he suggested some titles. And I was like, oh, do you guys have Trees by Warren Ellis? And I was like, Trees? Oh, no, we don't have, we didn't bring that. Those I got in. two copies of Trees. Do you want one? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, well, Wait, do I have two copies of Trees or Injection? Have you read Injection? No. I might have two copies of Injection. Okay, either one. Whichever one that I have two copies of, because I was like, I don't think I've read this. And I went home like, I already bought this. <laughs> I haven't read it, but I have bought it. Probably not Trees, because I think Trees is, is, is really indie. And like, you know me, I just buy, I, like, oh, it's one of us. I don't buy. Yeah. But you already have it. Yeah. yeah. I also have multiple copies of one specific hundred <laughs> bullets. Because we're missing one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so every time we go to shop, like, was this the one we're missing? Yeah, I think so. Okay, bye. Like, no, this is the one we have. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Then we do it again. <laughs> oh, no. I've done that multiple times with some other like trade paperbacks. And I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, Lord, no. It's annoying. I know. Yeah. And so, yeah. So then he recommended a few stuff. And then like, so then they had something called Sonata on on the rack, but they had issue three. And then I was like, oh, cool. Do you have issue one and two? I was like, I do. Let me go check where I put it. And then he looked it up for me and then he found the two copies and then he was like, just think about it. You don't have to buy them both. You know, you can just buy one first or you don't have to buy them today. And I'm like, or you don't have to buy them at all. And I'm like, oh, I'll just take one. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm so sorry for the effort. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Cool. You know, just get it. And I'm like, yeah. yeah we should all take a group outing and just... Yeah. And I can bring my Osmo pocket. Yes. Yeah. I got New toy. My belated present myself. Well deserved. Which even though technically I shouldn't have bought because I've had to buy so many things just for living. Mm. Like, we've already, I'm waiting for it to arrive, bought a new bed and mattress because it's about fucking time. How how long has has it been? Five, seven years. It's sagging like a motherfucker and with the problems I have. Because yes, uh, for those, I can't, this is how bad, I can't even remember if I mentioned it in the last podcast, like I had insomnia for like two weeks, uh, which is fucked up, and um, what do you call it, last week when it was getting like, I think it was a three days of no sleeping. Oh my God. So I went to the doctors, um, and because a lot of it is also the pain that I get from my spine problems, yeah. yep. right? So she prescribed, um, and my usual painkiller wasn't doing the trick, so she prescribed this other painkiller. Um, I've been doing some research recently and now I see why it works so well. It's pretty fucking strong. 
Is it an opioid? Yes. Oh. It is a straight up, we will make your brain think there's no pain. Like, oh, it's one of those. Oh, okay. Highly addictive. So I've been really rationing it. Yes. Yes. Please don't get addicted to it. Please, please. Either addicted or just, I have a tendency of just getting, building up high tolerances to shit. So a lot of the old pills don't work anymore. Oh, no. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Because I don't want to be one of those guys just popping Valiums. Plural Ooh. every day. That just does not sound no. like a fun yeah. or no, no, no. or affordable life. No. Yeah. No. So in other words, Malaysia, legalize marijuana, you fucks. Yes. <laughs> and take good care of your bodies, people. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah. yeah. Either either legalize marijuana or just um, sit up straight when you're young. Yes. <laughs> you won't regret it when you, you're older. You will not yes. regret it. It's an effort now, but you train your body to sit up straight all As the time. As a slouching bitch, <laughs> I, I, I recommend you all. All those times your parents told you don't slouch. They had a reason. Fuck, yeah. And it Listen wasn't for you to look good. No. Yeah. No. Although you do, you will look good. And that's, yeah. that's always a bonus, right, guys? But looking good means you've got good back posture. Mm-hmm. And you're not in pain. Yes. You know how much I've spent on fucking chairs? <laughs> chairs! You know, I, I know this is unlikely because I don't even know whether he listens to the podcast. Well, if Gavin's actually listening to this right now because the cover I'm going to put is of Dindam Bodiana. Okay. But, but I'm like... Gavin, I'm so sorry. We, we we don't know what to say. And we're just diverting into every which direction. But yes, we love because, the film. Because we love the film. No, we love the film. Like, we don't film. want to spoil it for and you. And we've said yeah. all the things that we could kind of say without spoiling it. Well, I just fucking watch it. Guys, watch it. It's cool. Dunda Pontiana. Revenge of the Pontiana. Go watch it. Yeah, Please, coming September out in Malaysia, 12th. September 12th. I don't um, know what cinemas. In- it should be in all. This is something like show them in all. It's not going to be like Kuman where it's like, oh, it's only going to be in specific... <laughs> It depends. Okay, it depends on distributors it's and Prime all that Works. stuff. And uh, it's PrimeWorks. Does PrimeWorks usually go like? Depends. Similar? It depends on the material as well. It's really you know? Nisha in Fazura. Yeah. yeah, but still, it's also and Tony Yusuf. But that's the thing. It's, because of the joint productionness of this movie, it's it is kind of done in such a way that if you have no reference of Malay culture, you have an easy entry point to it. Mm. You know? Yes, actually. Even mm, if you right? don't know what a Pontiana is, they explain you it to will, you. Yes. Yeah. They explain it to you. In a way that isn't like... Pandering and squeaking. Yeah. It's a very classy way of going, okay, this is what a Pontiana is. This is why she's doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I keep saying I wish this would go out international because I think it could bring Malaysian... Uh, bring international audiences to what Malaysian cinema is like. It's just unfortunate that if they do see this and then they'll expect that this is how all Malaysian films are like... <laughs> This is this One is a really horror a film of ex- exceptional quality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, fucking spoiler! Fucking <laughs> can't say shit. Oh, what I like say? the the costumes. <laughs> I like. I do the makeup. I like I the high baggy pants. I like the pads. car. I like. I like Rice's car. I like Actually, how okay. the car shows very succinctly. This is why we have seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. very Sound yeah. design of the movie. Yes. Like, that hurt. Oh, my gosh. Actually, that's, that that's one another moment. Thing. That's another thing I wanted to mention. The music and the sound for this film. <sighs> I love the score. Actually, going back to that car crash, there was one thing that as I came out of the movie, I did have one question. There was one loose strand of plot, uh-huh. which I'm going to try and be as vague as possible. <laughs> In that car accident. It's the first 20 minutes. I think maybe yeah. you got skip. Yeah. What happened to the other person? Because we did not see the aftermath of it. You know what? Yeah. 
See? Yeah. Oh, oh shit, you just I forgot just... about the person? Oh my god, I just... No, I literally, I just realized we don't see that person. Anymore. So ostensibly, there we go again, that word. Ostensibly, I guess, <laughs> you know, that person's gone. This is why we need to talk to Gavin. As is the car. Or sequel. That done. person's hiding in the cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is the, it banana, gone yet? the banana plantation. The banana fields. Oh shit, was there an after credits that we didn't stay back for? Oh shit! No! <laughs> it's just her and I feel like, is it over? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Comes back and she sees the aftermath. <laughs> Actually, one question I do have, because I don't know how this was. You're a filmmaker. Hmm. How do you get these cars, these vehicles? Mm-hmm. Is there like a specific... You find them. You find them. There are still people who drive all these yeah. old cars. You go like your Sash, art department. Sashma yeah, has an old Datsun, I think. Yeah. But, so, and then you, like, okay, like we go... You have this. to either find those things or... I mean, in Malaysia, we never have the budget to make them. In Hollywood, they do. Yeah. You know, they'll have like... The Hollywood standard is you have a hero car, mm-hmm. right? And then you make doubles of it, mm. where you basically just make the exterior, but underneath it's like a Honda. Okay. You know, but for something like like in Malaysia, you just look for the uh, hi. Does anyone have a 1961 Datsun? You because, know, shit like that. Yeah. Set set wise, there's still a lot of these like you know old kampung houses that still exist. That's easy. And if you can't, someone like Paul Hashem, our favorite set designer can and make production em. designer, yes. can make it for you. But I was thinking, okay, the car. Okay, I can sort of see maybe there's a second a person that. You know, does vintage cars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and usually they, um, they take really good care of the cars. Yeah. They, the bus, yeah, the, yeah, the oh, bus, the which bu- is not really a spoiler, but we there's a flashback to when murder car happened, and there's a bus, and this On is the a era, wrong flag. Cause it was oh. Malaya, it's oh. not Malaysia. I was like, salah flag. <laughs> but yeah, there's but yeah the bus. Yeah, someone has that bus. Wow, look, yeah, yeah, there are still buses like somewhere in like Chiras in like some fucking warehouse area. There's just, you know, back in the days, we had double-deckers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Malaya had double-decker buses. No, 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 no. As in like, they still, like, someone still has them? There's one just on the side of the road with no wheels tilted to the <laughs> side. I'm like, can we do something about this fucking double-decker? Paul? I don't know how you're going to fix it up. I know. I'm sure a lot that of rust. it's going to cost a lot of money, but you I'm know? sure it can be done. Hey, if they can do it on Netflix's from Rust to r- whatever the fuck that show is. <laughs> Rust to Riches, I think? I, is it? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I always thought like, once it's rusted up, you give up. And apparently not. Nope. You just take a lot of time yeah. and money. Did and, you uh, not watch Pimp My Ride? <laughs> yeah, but that's just like, okay. Those cars work. We're going to add some spinners on this motherfucker. <laughs> some fuzzy dice. <laughs> no, but there's sometimes that the car is pretty much rusted down, but still runs. And they just like strip every part of it off. Did not. Did you know Tiffany Haddish was on Pimp My Ride before what? she was famous? Really? Exhibit pimped her ride. <laughs> I could sort of see that happening. Like, yeah, she she had like apparently like she was on a show on the show as someone with a fucked up car that Exhibit pimped up. Oh wait, sorry. Coming back to the opinion again. Another question that I have to ask is, ah, but I'm just going to be again as vague as yes. possible. Vague. When a particular character uh-huh. <laughs> uh, has something happen to them and they are hanging from something, uh huh, dummy, or is that you can't notice, be the actual. You notice, act- you notice one is a very wide shot and the other one's a close up. There's yeah. no in between. There's yeah. no pushing. That's so that wide. You can't tell if it is a person or not. Mm. 
Okay. As, a close long, up. as long as as long as that is wearing the same clothes. Yes. Yeah. It's too far away. Okay. And then in the close up, like that person could be on a platform. Or mm. on the ground. Yeah. Or just already, standing with yeah, his we've, with we've already his or her hands above his head. Okay. Yes. It's like filmmakery things that I need to ask because I just like how how do you do that? <laughs> filmmaking is a lie. <laughs> we trick you. Guess what? Pontiana sound real. Fazura's alive. <laughs> She's alive. <laughs> yeah, I like I like how the movie unpacked the whole Pontianak myth. Yeah, in in a not in a non pandering way, yeah. and it's not your stereotypical Pontianak film. Yeah, like you end up rooting for somebody or someone that you don't <laughs> <It's> actually <okay. laughs> you wouldn't actually root for. No, but that's the thing. No, Back I mean, in the day, they used to I do mean, stories like that would, until someone said, "No, you can't do stories like that." But I mean, now they're laxing on would, the stories like that. I I would root for that. I would have rooted for that character. I always find it really. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can say this. See? Okay, uh, let's, uh, let's put it this way. Like, um, have you guys ever seen P. Ramli's Orangminya? Yes. Right? Belum. Okay, well... I'm just wondering an astro at one point. On. Yeah. yeah. The whole movie is basically about how this dude who was stepped on and fucked with all his life yeah. became the Orangminya. Oh. You know? So, yeah. It's all our, you know... All our, all the Malay traditional myths and, um, you know, horror stories. These aren't entities that, basically, like if they are fucking with you, it's for a reason. Yeah. You know. I, yeah. Like um, every every single one of the ghosts. Like, why is this one a ghost? Oh, because motherfuckers fucked with him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know? mean, is it would it would it be a spoiler to tell them? The, the genesis of a Pontiana and a Langsuer, which is, also, I think, really quite I, I similar. Mean, I, no, that's not really... Because, you know, like they, okay. they, they okay. do it in the movie, so let... Let, let, let the movie okay. do it. If yeah. you don't know already, let's let the movie do I it. I already, when I went to the movie, like, Fazura told me half the movie, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not, let's, let's, you know... Let's, let's not spoil it. Yes, not yeah. too much. Also, yeah. what I liked about the film is the fact that you actually don't know... This really isn't a spoiler. You don't know who lives and who dies. Yeah, you do. Okay, I what do you mean? I did. I'm sorry. I think it's pretty obvious who no, dies. The third, the third act. I didn't see that coming. Because oh, you didn't. See oh, you it mean? Coming. I yeah, thought you meant right. like at the end of the movie. Are they dead? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the third act. I didn't the see that act, coming. Okay. Yeah, the third because act doesn't. Okay, the third. Some, oh, this is tough. The yeah, third act doesn't go the way you would traditionally expect a third act of a movie of yeah. that genre created in recent times in this environment. Yes, yes. This is to go. Tough. It's really tough. Yeah. That's what I really but, appreciated no, about the film. It's tough because we really want to talk about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but also, but yeah, but. Also, caveat for people like because my friend Nave went and he was like, "Oh, it's not, it's not horror enough for him." But I guess he was looking in to go in looking for like okay, but, a Jew on or looking for like yeah. Uh, but this is a conjuring. story. This is a but that's the thing. This is like a story with horror elements. Yes, and when it goes horror, it does go horror. Yes, but it's but, yeah, but a story if, about. Uh, Someone who was wronged. Yes. Fucking so, no, no, hell. no, 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 no. So, so basically, if you're look, if you're looking in to be scared shitless out of your mind no, at a scary horror it. movie and you won't yeah. be able to sleep, this is not. This, this, this isn't the Exorcist. No, this is not the Exorcist. So but, you know, just just prime yourself. But it is a beautiful example I'm of also, storytelling. I'm also wondering, like you said, that 
the trailer had unfortunately been cut to make it look like a real horror horror yes. film. Oh yeah, because that's yes, they have. I mean, that's what the fools do. Yeah, I mean no, and I mean. And to a certain extent, you need to get bums on seats and we yeah. know that's what sells. But it's just like, I'm worried that might hurt it. Because what if people are going in there expecting like, oh, I'm going to be scared shitless and then like, oh, Who cares? I'm they paid. Well, yeah, ho- you know, and hopefully we'll be able to show audiences a different form of storytelling. Yes. I, you I know? want that to happen. Like, I would love that to happen. As I, as, as I told Samad, you know, sometimes when you have to make What's Samad there? No, no, no. Okay. I've told but previously, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Samad, you are in a position, because he's a he's our producer, right? Yeah. You're in a position to make movies. So, unfortunately, a lot of people, like a lot of nation audiences, especially when they watch local movies, they go in to watch all the stupid stuff. Like, no, uh, but that's something. the thing. But that's the thing. Is like, stupid? No, it's not. As time has gone on though, I feel like right now, there's like, enough... Like, so <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, okay. So I mean, wait, there's a movie called <laughs> or something or something or of wait, that description. Is or it, is it very literal? Is he actually a no? Squid? It's sotong sebab dia blur. Okay, or something like that. Or like you know, can I just say like, like in the ma- like, in the like Malaysian mama, community, mama. fucking squids get a bum rap, man. <laughs> or like or like mama like or ma- mama squids or... are clever. You know, squids yeah, can do are. some shit. Yes, squids can help predict the the. I mean, no, that's pie. an octopus. That's octopus. An octopus. The, the the results of the world but cup. But squids can clean the or ocean. Or like mamat, like mamat cupcake or something like that. Oh god. Okay, so I mean, you know, so then you know, so like yeah, so stupid movies sell, unfortunately. But stupid but, no, movies no. also don't sell. That's true. But then, so what I what I told Samat was, you're in a position to make these movies. So go okay, go and make a stupid movie, but, um. Give it ninety percent stupid, ten percent smart, and then we slowly increase the smartness just, yeah. as the movies go along. Now here's Gradual. the thing: like more and more movies of a different type of storytelling have been surfacing more and more. Yes, mm. you know, yeah. it's gonna be a slow ride. Yes, yes. but it but is happening. happening. But we need and hopefully, like we need to persevere with that. Yeah, because the first like couple of waves of it is you know oh they don't make money. Which is not a reason to stop making them. Just keep making them until people are like, you know what? I like this more than that. Yeah. And then Be- hopefully things will change. Because it's not as if audiences cannot accept good storytelling, good filmmaking. Because we, but because we readily accept that. They readily accept that no, when it's as, a Western movie. As, no, as, I, as I've said it before, like, if you've been eating shit all day, you just, okay, I'll eat the shit. And then one day someone gives you a cheeseburger. You kind of don't want to eat the shit anymore. Yeah. But so, sometimes you don't want to eat the cheeseburger because Aponi is new. Yeah, but then slowly someone will say like, you know what, this cheeseburger is pretty good. In conclusion, I can has cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I I really want this film to do well here. I as really well. want to. Oh do yeah, this. yeah. I'm very glad it has done well in Singapore. Mm. That's and I mean I think it's safe to say Singapore takes care of their films a lot better than 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 over here. Yes. Like, they have the National Film Archive and all that, and they really take care of it. I'm just hoping this it's film... just they don't exactly have the biggest of audiences on that island, huh? Yeah. But still, for a film to do this well over there... Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> <laughs> we really want to talk about the movie, but we don't want to spoil it for you. We will spoil it when we have Gavin on the show. Yes. Hopefully, we can get him. Yes. Hopefully he has some In between time. his flying around in Singapore and becoming like like An weird actor. characters. Yeah. He played a pedophile at one point. Oh, I saw that clip of him as the pedophile. I, I was not. like, oh my God. 
Oh, I, I do not want to let any of my kids near Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> have you all seen Shadowplay yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Because uh, uh, he has a cameo in it. Of course he does. <laughs> Is it creepy or goofy or? It's Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of other local yes. movies that have come out, um, because the other two haven't seen it yet, the same way with it, we'll just talk a bit about it. Yeah, Shadow but uh, Shadow Play, directed by Tony Pietra Arjuna. Um, Spanish on that shit. I don't know how else to pronounce it. <laughs> it just sounds like, you know, Tony Pietra Arjuna. I, there's no Spanish in it. Yeah, but, anyway. You know, but he played a Mexican in one of my videos. <laughs> I regret this. Because <laughs> he had a sombrero and a bunch of layu. <laughs> It was like, looks like which video? Which video is this? And we painted a fake person. It's so <laughs> fucked up. What did you paint? Yeah. Oh, you couldn't even give him craft hair. No, we just used a sharpie. Which video a was sharpie? this for? It was like a Y two K, one of like the secret origins of all the characters. Oh my god! And he's there with the ukulele. Oh shit! You Wait, see that I thought video? you. <laughs> is there like one part of it where one of your members is on like a couch on a psychiatrist and? Yes. Oh no no no! That was the that was this that was the mini documentary about the making the album. Oh. Then each okay, of then... us had an origins video. Oh, that I haven't seen the origins yeah, video. It's, that one is, it's it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I'm really really proud of my boy Tony because this movie Shadowplay. Like, I wrote the first draft based on his very extensive treatment. Like, Tony writes a treatment that's basically like, I just got to write in the dialogue and this movie's done. Mm. So that's all I did. You know, but so technically I did the first draft. It was basically just, I reformatted his treatment. (laughs) Because his treatment has scene numbers and everything. The pro way to do a treatment. But that was like, it was a thick fucking folder. I'm like, this is... this is a treatment? Okay. Um, but this was in 2008, I think. Oh, oh shit. Wow. 2008, 2009. 10 years in the making. Yeah, 2008. And, you know, over time, just seeing him constantly, like, whenever he gets an opportunity to try and get this movie off the ground, try and get this movie off the ground. And was Chuang his first attempt at it, or is there other attempts before that? Of doing what? Like, Chuang, he did one, one yeah, part of it, which he's is... he's directed before that. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, <laughs> I mean, the precursor s- to Shadowplay. Uh, I mean, to me, everything he's been doing has been a precursor to Shadowplay. Oh. Because the elements of stuff that he's done in Dark City and, you know, in Chua and all these things, like... And even Devoted. He, in Devoted oh. as well, he's like... No, Devoted was after. Okay. Yeah, but it's oh, all true. these little things where he's, you know, like... Every time I'm seeing them, I'm like, mm, this is kind of like that scene in Shadowplay. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, the lighting styles, the techniques. And now he's finally made the movie. Uh, it's available on streaming. Yes. On um, Vimeo. Vimeo on demand. Um, I don't know about in iTunes? Malaysia, but it's also available in iTunes and Google Amazon? and Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Um, what Everywhere else. Yeah. I'll be straight up. It's not a movie for everyone. Hmm. You know, it, it isn't a movie for everyone. Best way I can describe it is a David Lynch film noir. Yeah, because let's face it, David Lynch is like his his mentor. Not Michael Mann. Michael Mann too. Michael Mann too. You know, so it has elements of both of those. Uh, it's kind of surreal because I don't remember much of the script I wrote. Good. But the, some of the bits that I do, like there's one scene which seems pretty much word for word. It's just the setting has been changed Mm-mm-mm. to a dance studio. Okay. I mean, I'm, su- I'm sure he's you know? also tweaked the, the script, the yeah. drafts, multiple drafts. I mean, it has been 11 ten- years. Because yeah. there's three writer credits on the script. Okay. You know? Um, but yeah, it's, uh, what do you call it? Right off the bat, though, even if the plot isn't something that's up your alley, Tony's figured out a way to shoot KL. 
Oh, that in itself is worth gold. Okay. You know, KL looks fucking gorgeous. Oh, that in itself okay. is worth gold. Okay. In a very specific style. Yes, mm. yes. Like, you wouldn't be able to use that same visual style for a romantic comedy. No. But, you know, like, uh, the Sungai Kinta <laughs> has never looked more pretty in its life. Fucking um, that wall, video wall in Medeka Square has never looked prettier. Oh, oh wow. wow. Like, okay. The skyline has never looked prettier. It's like, he's figured out a way and it looks good. You know, and it I'm, seems like uh, one of the ways to make KL look pretty is get rid of everyone else in the city. Because <laughs> it's a lot of shots of uh, Tony Yusuf, again, as he is, Tony. walking solemnly and silently in the city to the tune of 80s Electro. I don't know. <laughs> he figured um, out a way. But yeah, because it's a very specific, um, what do you call it? There is a very specific kind of acting in the movie. Yes. Which may put some people off. Because it's not very, it's not what you would call naturalistic mm. or real or even overly dramatic. It's just this, you know, like how in Twin Peaks, everyone kind of speaks the certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that, not to say like everyone speaks like Twin Peaks, mm. you know, and no one's dancing with cows in a backwards room or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's a pretty cool, like weird Lynchian film noir. Uh, and Tony Yusuf's performance, because when I wrote the script and then for, for a decade, I've heard Tony Pietra talk about how he wants to cast Tony Yusuf. Yeah. And to me, like, I get it as if the character is this tough, hard-boiled detective kind of character. But he, in that script, he, he actually isn't. Okay. You know? Um, so I was always like, Tony Yusuf, will this work? You know? Because, you know, and I mean this as a comma. I look at Tony and think, hey, he's a badass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there is this, um, like, kudos to him, man. This is, like, childlike innocence to his performance, which I oh, really like. wow. So, yeah, definitely check it out. That's a side of Tony we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, I mean, on screen. Yes, <laughs> on screen. Was, on screen. Just in say. real life. In real in life, he's a goofy motherfucker that yes, sells hot yes. dogs on the weekends. Yes, yes. I mean, yes, he is. <laughs> and have you seen to- Tony and Rosa's pet party or something? Oh, they have pet parties. No, now? no, 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 no. They have a they have an Instagram account for their for oh, their animals, for yeah. their pets, for Aww. their fur kids. Oh, Bailey the Bailey the Wonder, the Wonder Mutt. Mutt. and they have many more. Okay, they have many more, and it is it is the cutest thing ever. Yeah, like whenever I see Tony on screen, I can't help but laugh because I know the real Tony. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so in this one, like, but but Tony is a trooper. Remember that one scene in Chua? Oh, in relationship status. On the balcony. Oh yes. Or like twenty-seven floor. This is here's something to show you the dedication of Tony Yusuf as an actor. This was the first scene I shot with him for relationship status. Uh-huh. I'd never met him until that day. Really? Seriously, you've never. I don't think so. Oh. Oh wow. I maybe maybe have where met we him. Are now such yeah. fast friends. I maybe have <laughs> met him in passing, but I never really met him. Okay. Right. So we're shooting and. We're in this apartment that uh, someone managed to hook us up. And I'm like, yo, this is a pretty cool balcony with a wide lens. This would look good. Because, let's face it, most of the movie is people talking in rooms in close-up. Mm. So I was like, okay, we can show the outside world for a bit. <laughs> we can show the city of PJ as hazy as it is. <laughs> so I was like, uh, let's have the scene at the balcony. You're talking on the phone at the balcony. We finished the scene. And then he was like, yeah, uh, someone's talking to him about you know the balcony and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm afraid of heights. And I was like, what? Yeah. He's no, like, yeah, that was really scary. Why didn't you say anything? You wanted to do the scene on the balcony. Tony's a trooper. Tony so there you go. Like, yeah. And we were all like, oh my God, Tony. You want to talk about trooper? I've visited the set of uh, uh, Shadowplay, I think twice, mm-hmm. right? For the look, 
This is very impractical in the city. Before the look, he's wearing a thick leather jacket. Every time between takes, he's going to take that thing off and he is soaked. But throughout this movie, he wears that leather jacket. And he's not wearing the leather jacket, he's wearing a suit. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I, I know about Tony from working with him. That man gets sweaty easily. <laughs> As any good man should. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that closes it up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yes, watch uh, Dun Dun Pontiana, Revenge of the Pontiana and Shadowplay if you Shadowplay, can. Yeah. Shadowplay as well. And, and um, do, do ch- oh. I mean, I think, I think it is, if, if you enjoy that, it, it is an enjoyable ride. It is enjoyable. It's a tad long, but uh, it could be a bit tighter. But I do think that it is a quite nice wrap up to the it duology. And Screen X. If you can watch it for something like Avatar, sure. I think I think I think you'll be better in a more immersive movie, like something with a bit more atmosphericness. Maybe maybe watch Star Wars. So not like a walk in the clouds or something. Maybe. What I okay in closing about Screen X, the one thing that I was a bit excited for was Bohemian Rhapsody because they rescreened it again in Screen X. But I wanted to buy a ticket and go. Can I just come in in the last twenty minutes? <laughs> yeah, might as well. Because can you imagine on this Screen yeah. X, yeah. the entire yeah. crowd around yeah. you is like. I'd rather watch yeah. it in IMAX. You oh, get the right seat in IMAX. It feels. It feels, feels that way. You're just there. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So yes, in closing, go support local films. Yes. Yes. Because they make good films. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do make good films. Yes. And, Whoever's um, listening. We're sorry that we couldn't really speak at length. We're, we're not good at reviewing shit when we can't talk about the whole thing spoilerifically. But check it's, back it's again with us maybe in about two weeks. Two, yeah. three weeks. Let's see if we can get Gavin on. Yeah. Let's see if we can get Gavin with Glenn on. Yeah. Yes. Which would be interesting because then we can find out who did what on what now. Yeah. Yes. yes. You know? Um, and yes, and we'll try not to ask any questions like, did you get spooked out with the horror? <laughs> horror? No, you know what I would ask? You guys got pray or not? You guys got pray, right? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. With Namron on set, you don't think they would have prayed? With, yeah. Namron would be the first person like, really? hey, my first really? were, were any animals harmed in the making of this movie? Because that chicken was not having a good time. Oh. <laughs> you know it's a you know it's a horror movie with roots in the jungle when a chicken gets some shit done to it, or just a yeah a bunch of feathers that maybe were not was not a chicken to make it look like a chicken. Does that make sense? What it could have been like feather duster. Yeah, <laughs> that was a chicken. <laughs> Are you sure? Did you see its head? I know a chicken when I see one. <laughs> I okay. got chickens. A very artistically arranged array of feathers. My mom had chickens at the Damansara house for a while. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And a goose. Not fucking goose. Hey, <laughs> geese are very good. Geese like guards, are dicks. Guards. <laughs> Every time I'm trying to feed the guy, he's trying to bite my dick. Fuck that goose. Fuck him. And his, and his shit stinks. Holy shit. And with that... <laughs> Never keep a goose in the toilet. Is all I'm going to say. Oh, Just let Jesus. them run around. Why? I'm Amelia Chen. I'm Rick Dorian. I'm Carolyn Baha. Don't get a goose. <laughs> Yeah.